The Holy Gospel according to John, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life. And I will raise them up on the last day, for my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate and they died, but the one who eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. For the last several weeks, I have been preaching on the lectionary texts and connecting what Jesus and the writer of the epistle to the Ephesians say about living in relationship with God being reconciled to God, and living together in unity and with purpose. <coughs> and as I've been preaching, I've been connecting the texts with the congregation values we have named at Ascension, including outreach, calling others to service, and affirmation. And we have seen that this way of life in faith connects back to the baptismal promises that we hear at the font. Because that is where we receive new life in the sacrament of holy baptism. And today, we see that this way of life in faith also looks ahead as we see how our life points people to Jesus. You may remember that the first 12 chapters of John's Gospel are known as the Book of Signs because they bear witness to the many miracles that Jesus performed and interpreted to us. Instead of calling them miracles, the fourth evangelist calls them signs because they point beyond themselves to the power and presence of God. At the beginning of chapter 6, we have one of these signs when Jesus feeds the 5,000. And then we get another 53 verses where Jesus is teaching why bread matters. 
And quickly we know that Jesus is talking about more than just some flour and water. Preaching during the Passover, he recalls the familiar story of the exiles who received manna in the wilderness. And then he describes this bread that comes down from heaven as something even greater. Jesus says that this bread gives life to the world. And then he identifies himself as the bread of life. And he repeats those words as he points to what God is doing through him and promises eternal life or close communion with God. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Paul all write about the sacrament of the altar, what we call interchangeably Holy Communion, the Eucharist, or the Lord's Supper. But the verses we have here in John's Gospel are the closest that this evangelist ever gets to describing the establishment of this meal. His audience was left wondering what is he talking about as he talked about eating flesh and drinking blood. The eating language that Jesus uses includes a word that translates as gnaw or munch and even crunch, and outsiders accused ancient Christians of cannibalism because they misunderstood this meal. Instead, just as there are examples in Jewish thought where the law is consumed and absorbed, just like food, the flesh and blood language demonstrates that at God's table, we receive Jesus himself, and we are changed because Jesus lives in us. While baptism is the beginning of this new life in the family of God, the sacrament of the altar nurtures us for the journey of this life, providing us with bread, with living bread. And nourished and fed, we ourselves become signs pointing to Jesus. Worship is one of those places where, of course, as a congregation, we most clearly point to Jesus, beginning at the font where we experience new life, in our music and our hymnody, where we, where we connect with the worldwide church, and in our hearing of the gospel, when we hear again God's promises to us. And describing scripture, Luther said, here you will find the swaddling clothes and the manger in which Christ lies. So whenever we engage God's word in study as adults or as confirmation students, we too are pointing to Jesus. But we point to Jesus when we are living our everyday lives outside of where we gather as a congregation. As beautiful as this space is, this building is not Ascension Lutheran Church. We are. We are the body of Christ 
fed by the bread of life. When we leave this place and go to our neighborhoods, our workplaces, and schools, we are the visible signs of God's grace. In a world where people only know church from headlines of abuse or misuse of power, or from funerals or weddings, even if they're familiar with organized religion, they may not have experienced a community that embodies God's love and mercy in any meaningful way. Because Jesus abides in us, God remains in relationship with us, constantly forming and reforming us, working in our lives, and refining us that we may more clearly point to Jesus and to the forgiveness and love that God offers each one of us. Let us pray. Redeeming God, thank you for sending your son Jesus, whose blood was shed and flesh was pierced on the cross and for forgiving our sin. May we come to the table to receive the bread of life that nourishes us and go out into the world strengthened by your Holy Spirit that our lives would always point to your goodness and mercy. Amen.